0: it's friday november 30th 2018 and welcome to episode 218 of tech talk for teachers i'm tom grissom and
1: i'm danielle beeman
0: welcome to tech talk for teachers the show about teaching and learning with technology and we have danielle back with us hello danielle Hi. this time we're just going to do a really short and sweet little podcast here at the end of the month we're going to call this end of the semester wrap-up and we've got a few things to share, and of course, uh, we'll do our technology picks of the week. So we'll just go ahead and get right at it. Here we go. And we're back for an end of the semester wrap up. Back with us this time is Danielle. Hello, Danielle. So today I thought we'd just kind of talk about some of the things. This is your first semester here coming up. So let's just talk a little bit, reflect a little bit back on what's going on. And we're in week 14 of 16 of the semester and a lot of things have happened and november has been a crazy month for me because we've done so many workshops and things and we've had uh, we had the learn one note online conference that i had to prepare for and then also do some youtube videos and then of course you've helped a little bit with all the camera checkouts and net so how about your life and your classes how are things going for you
1: classes are growing pretty well right now I'm on a time crunch I have a final on Monday then a couple more finals during finals week so just kind of getting prepared for that
0: Yep. And kind of getting it in the swing. This is, we always kind of have an academic rhythm. I was talking to you earlier. We have some traditions here in the ITC that I have to remember because this is your first semester. And usually toward the end of the semester, as things kind of pick up a little bit and students finish all their projects and things, I also, I always kind of like to throw in a little bit of stress relievers and things out there since we're kind of a teacher education resource center here and I'm a real big advocate of like hands-on projects.
1: Yeah and self-care.
0: Yes and then and being a, in psychology and things you <laughs> completely understand all of that so kind of de-stressing uh, along with some of that and one of the things that we do here we have great big work tables so I always try putting out like a big old group collaring chart or we just basically use like four foot by four foot piece of paper and as students come in and they study and gather around you know the tables and things just grab a marker we provide all that for free for them you know glue sticks markers scissors just kind of those little hands on type projects and i'm kind of a big advocate of coloring and things so you'll see us start to put some some little projects and things out there
1: yeah, and it's nice. I've even gone over there and used it myself like, okay, I'm just going to take a break for a second, kind of recollect myself, color for like five minutes, and I feel better.
0: It does. It, it just puts you in a little bit different state of mind, and there's just something about, you know, that rhythmical hand movement and mind just kind of taking your mind off things at the same time that you're studying and enjoying others' company. So it's just kind of kind of a nice little tradition that we have. The other thing, uh, with uh, a couple of our student workers and GAs, I'll be putting them on some projects on doing our uh, snowflakes, our Star Wars snowflakes, kind of one of our little on board projects. So there's some YouTube videos that I'll be pointing some people to. In fact, I'll probably put, so, put the links in the show notes for this episode. And then also some origami. We have like, if you wanna make like a TIE fighter or a Millennium Falcon and all those kinds of things, if you go out to YouTube, you're gonna find something Of course. out there. So uh, we, we kind of come up with some uh, some of those different things. And then as you as you wrap up your semester and things, I'm sure you've got some projects coming due, papers and things.
1: Oh, of course. I got a personal development paper coming up on Tuesday. Super excited. And I just did a presentation for research methods. That went pretty well, I'd say.
0: And you've got that out of the way, so a little bit of relief there.
1: Just a little bit, but there's quite a bit more to do. Just kind of... Of course like you said wrapping things up
0: right so next week is our final week and then we're going into finals. and then like i said just kind of like to provide some of those little stress relievers out there and uh you know if you're around here if you're on campus be sure to stop by the itc because we've always got a project or two going on so we'll go ahead and wrap it up there My Technology Pick of the Week this week is kind of a tie-over between semesters and I'm going to uh, list what we're calling Office 365 at EIU. This is a website we put together earlier this semester. And one of the questions that we always get from students, and you know, you I've had these conversations before, how do we use all these wonderful technology tools that we have available to us, but aren't necessarily integrated into our classes, but yet we're kind of expected to just know it? Yeah. So what we did was we put together a uh, Office 365 at EIU website page, And it's just chock full of tutorials. And a lot of what we rely on Microsoft's uh, things. However, you know, we here at the ITC are always doing screencasts. So we have several out there that are specific to EIU. We try keeping those very very short and sweet and uh, you know i've got a one out there that I always start people on how to use one note in three minutes uh, i just did one this this month this november called uh, how to note stream in eight minutes using screencasting and educasting software because more and more of our students are having to do the video projects and things and more and more of our professors are out there delivering online content so we're trying to level up some of those skills and things we've got a little miniature what I call studio A back here that we've got a pop-up green screen that uh, you can use. And then of course we've got what I call studio B upstairs, which is more of a permanent uh, location to do some of those videos and uh, all of the edTPA as I, as I mentioned uh, before. So we just completed all the edTPAs and those results are coming back now. So uh, we've got that out of the way. And then as we're on semester break, always good to get away and just kind of get your mind off things. However, when do you get the chance to learn some things and i always take semester break trying to learn something new so if you're out there and you're curious about how would i co-author a document using microsoft word how would you make a sway i mentioned sway to you earlier today which is a fancy powerpoint very easy to do but if you don't know about it that's not one of your tools in your you know in your uh, toolbox so these are uh, just nice little tutorials very quick pick something out there i always try picking something uh, new every day to learn and if you make that a habit every year you'll learn 365 new things
1: yeah that'd be pretty amazing
0: and it is it all adds it all adds up over the years and no matter you know how in-depth you are in any particular topic there's always something new to learn so take that as a challenge as you go go over break, get some time away, you know, rest your mind, but at the same time, you know, set aside 15 minutes a day to read, you know, expand your horizons, pick something that you know nothing about and go out there and just explore because life's short
1: yeah just see where it can take you it may help you find a new discovery or a new passion you didn't know about previously i was actually thinking of the same thing very interested in reading a little bit more about therapy and getting to know that while i have that time off so it's ironic that you brought that up
0: okay so what's your tech pick this time
1: all right my tech pick is called pillow and if you have an app I can only speak for Apple users. Sorry, Android, but if you—it's not available on Android. I am not currently sure. Okay. So I don't. Well,
0: there, there'll be another similar app out there for Android if Pillow's not.
1: Oh, I'm sure. But I just recently got an Apple Watch, so last night I decided to find some type of sleeping app, and because I've an interest in sleep, rum sleep, and things like that, so I put that on last night. And I downloaded this app and it tracked my sleeping, so it told me that I spent 8 hours and 37 minutes in bed, I was asleep for 7 hours and 55, 55 minutes, the quality of sleep was 68%, I woke up with the okay mood, it's pretty interesting, hmm. also it tells me how long I was awake, because people actually wake up while they're asleep, mm-hmm. even though they don't realize mm-hmm. it. So 7% of my time I was awake, 50% of the time I was in light sleep. So makes sense why my sleep was only about 70% quality. 14% was in REM sleep, which is a time that you typically dream and it's a deeper form right. of sleep. rapid eye movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 29% of the sleep was a deep sleep. So that stage is three and four. So it was just very interesting to see how technology can combine with something that I'm really interested in right on me, because typically you have to go in a lab to learn these kinds right. of things. And here I have it right here on my phone. So if anyone's interested in how well they're sleeping and what's going on and maybe how to make different adjustments, this is a perfect way to do so. Another interesting part about this is it tells you how many beats per minute your heart is beating while you're sleeping. Mm. So imagine if you have heart problems Mm -hmm. and your doctor is asking questions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You have some answers here. It tells Mm -hmm. you, oh, 65 beats per minute while I was awake, so on and so forth. So this is pretty interesting data, and this is just a free version, the version that's only $5 one-time payment actually has so many more parts to it that I have yet to explore. I just wanted to see how the free version worked. But that's my tech pick of the week and, is pillow.
0: And it'll become more and more interesting over time as you just kind of see some patterns and things.
1: Yeah, and you even brought up to me, oh, looking at it while you're going through finals week. It's a stressful it be, time. It will be
0: interesting to see your sleep pattern. Yeah,
1: exactly. Will I be in REM sleep more? So will I be dreaming more? Will I be in a lighter sleep because yeah. maybe I'm stressed? So that'll be interesting. Yeah. there's
0: too. a lot of those, uh, you know, health applications and things. And you know, we talked a little bit about data privacy and some things like that. Um, to always be concerned because technology is just everywhere these days. And you know, you name the subject area, there's going to be you know a, an app. Or things. Which kind of speaking of that, that's that's very interesting mm-hmm. because another article I ran across this month. In fact, I think I've got it pulled up on my computer. Uh, this was an article from EdSurge. I'll throw this in the uh, in the show notes. as just kind of an aside, but it says why aren't schools using apps they pay for? Hmm. And this was a, a pretty big study. Uh, let me see if I can find. Like one point, they uh, analyzed 1.48 million hours of technology usage across 390,000 students. And they found out that like 97% of the apps were not used what they called intensively, uh, which means like more than 10 hours for any particular uh, usage. So that's kind of interesting. That's kind of been my experience in schools. You know, we go out there and we do these apps and it's like it's one and done. You know, we'll do like a little activity type thing but there, there are certain apps, you know, like the office productivity tools, uh, you know, cloud storage, some video editors, online video editors. That's something that's going to see some persistent usage and things. But some of these other, you know, kind of very specialized, I don't think, and this study backs it up, that they're they're not used as, as the study identifies intensively.
1: And not even just those apps that are not you know, that are very specialized as you stated just the fact that that awareness is not out there I know we talked about that previously you and I and even in a podcast students are made aware of some of these options that are available you just brought up sway I never heard of that in my life until mm-hmm. today so with that being said you know bringing up awareness and also making sure that these apps that are being created for students are actually applicable to their studies right so we have to keep both of those in mind in tandem when we're creating these kinds of apps for students. So we don't waste money on this kind of stuff. Right.
0: And that's why we do this podcast, because this is kind of just kind of a serendipitous comment that I just made about this or Sway that just happened to come up, but I'll have to get you uh, involved in Sway because I think you would really, really like it. Oh, I
1: love presentations. You have no Uh, idea.
0: It's an excellent presentation tool. And what I like most about it is it's very mobile phone friendly. Oh, that's so, amazing. so whenever we, as professors, instructors, go out and create that content, we know that we're probably getting close to fifty percent usage uh, of students. Whenever you're looking at content, I don't know what what percentage would you say. Whenever you're viewing, like you use the D2L app, so you're yes. in you're in the mobile environment. What eighty percent of the time? How much do you use your laptop versus your mobile phone? As far as fifty fifty,
1: mm, I say my laptop is. Maybe 60, 40, 40% my laptop, 60% phone. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Mine would be like 20% phone and 80% big screen desktop just because of the, you know. And it depends on what you're doing. If you're browsing, that's a little bit different situation than creating uh, some types of things. But yeah, I mean, just just knowing the, just making that little comment off to the side, and it's so easy. You'll love it. It's so easy to do, and it looks so professional.
1: See, I can't wait. I just. I've actually been wanting PowerPoint to edit some more things. I use some transitions. I even like animations. I like when things fade in and out. I like all that kind of stuff. That's what I was taught throughout high school when my teachers was great with that and instilling that in us. And it just makes it so much better. It's engaging. Mm -hmm. It captures that attention. And also, you're talking for, what, 15 minutes or so? It gives someone else something else to look at yeah. as like. And it's always in your pocket,
0: in no matter where you're at. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that would be perfect to just work on it while I'm out somewhere or I'm with friends. We're not doing anything, and I can work on a presentation real fast within 20 yep. so minutes. That'd be great.
0: Okay. Well, thank you very much. All right, thanks. That wraps it up for episode 218 of Tech Talk for Teachers. Show notes for this episode and archived episodes are available on the web at the EIU Instructional Technology Center website at eiu.edu/itc. Until next time, this is Tom Grissom,
1: and this is Danielle Beeman.
0: Keep on, on learning. learning.